Amen. Why don't you all have a seat? Nothing I say is going to top reading the Christmas story, so we should just probably go home at this point, right? Man, I'm so glad that you are here tonight. We are, you know, celebrating Christmas. We're finishing up, I can't believe I'm saying this, the year of discipleship through 2022. We as a church have been going through the, the story of God through the Bible. Tonight we're going to wrap up in the book of Revelation. Uh, we've been in this series called All Things New. And man, I have just, I got to say to our church, everybody that's participated with us in this Bible reading plan this year and has been like, in this with us in the sermons on Sundays and throughout this whole process. Man, I've loved, 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 loved this year. And I hope that you've grown in your love for God's word and for the gospel. Uh, we're wrapping this up tonight with a sermon called Come Lord Jesus. We'll be in Revelation chapter 22. And you know, Christmas is all about this coming of, of Jesus, this baby who is, is Emmanuel. God with us. And Jesus is God's greatest gift to mankind. He's, his coming changes everything. It changes everything for the people of God uh, of old. It changes everything for God's people here and now today. His coming changes everything. Two things that I just want to remind you of, of tonight. The first thing is this, that the coming of Jesus fulfilled Israel's longing for a Messiah. The coming of Jesus fulfilled Israel's longing for a Messiah. So here's what was taking place. For generations, the people of God, Israel, they were longing for the prophecies, the promises of God to be fulfilled. God had promised that one day there is coming a Messiah. Messiah means anointed one, deliverer, rescuer, who is coming to save the people from their sin and their suffering and their sorrow. And so for generations, listen, for, generation, for generations, the Jewish people longed for this Messiah to come. And these songs that we sing are, are all about this baby who would come to fulfill God's promises. In fact, let me read you one of the prophecies. You may have heard this before. Isaiah 9, verse number 6. For to us a child is born, to, uh, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace. And so for generation, God's people were longing for, anticipating, expecting this promised one to come. You know, everyone kind of has their, their favorite Christmas carol or Christmas song or, or hymn. Uh, one of the ones that I, I had first heard of probably three years ago that I love is one called Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Uh, it was written by a guy named Charles Wesley. It was published back in 1744. Uh, I didn't hear of it until three years ago. And every year I've kind of played this, this video for the last couple years. Uh, and I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna break my streak this year. I'm gonna show the same video this year because I think it's, it tells this this story of God's people longing for Jesus to come. And, and before we show you that, let me just read some of the lyrics to this song. Come, thou long expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins, release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art. Dear desire of every nation, I love this line, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king, born to reign in us forever, now thy gracious kingdom bring. 
by thine own eternal spirit, rule in all our hearts alone. By thine all-sufficient merit, not our merit, but by your all-sufficient merit, raise us to thy glorious throne. And so I wanna take just three minutes for you to watch this video. Again, uh, it's an animated one that we've shown the last two years. This will be year number three, but I feel like it tells the story, especially in light of what we've seen this year as we've gone through the Bible, that every story and every activity in human history has been leading towards the birth of this coming savior. So check out this video. love that. It, it, everything points to Jesus. Like the Jesus Storybook Bible says, every story whispers his name. And can you hear like the longing, the expectation, this, this pleading, like 
Lord Jesus, we can't, we can't wait for you to come back and make all things right, for you to fix what is broken in me and in, in our world. And this was, this was the cry of, of God's people. The coming of Jesus fulfilled Israel's longing for Messiah, but it doesn't stop there. The coming of Jesus fulfills every longing heart. The coming of Jesus fulfills every longing heart. You see, what we celebrate at Christmas, this, this baby Jesus who would grow up uh, and become a man and offer his life for us to save us from our sin, this is what Christmas is all about. It's not just about this baby who was born, but this baby who would offer his life for our sins, to forgive us, to set us free, to make us new again. He came to fulfill the longing of our hearts. Listen, he is the designer. He's the one who created you and me. He created the longings of our heart, and he is the only one who can uniquely fulfill every single longing of our heart. And the coming of Jesus fulfills every longing heart. We're going to look at, for a second, Revelation 22, the very last book of the Bible, the very last chapter of the last book in the Bible. What we see here is it's, it's all about Jesus coming. It's all about Jesus coming again, a second time, what we would call his second coming. See, Jesus came the first time, and he came as what we would call a, a lamb. He was an innocent, helpless little baby who came to show us grace and to bring us salvation. Now, the second coming, the second time he comes, he's going to come to bring judgment. He's going to come to make all things right. He's going to come to take his own to himself. He's going to come to make all the wrong things right and all the dark things light. This is what he's coming to do. And his second coming... Listen now, is just as sure and as just as absolute as his first coming was. He will return. He will come again. Amen? In Revelation 22, last chapter of the Bible, three times we hear these words spoken by Jesus. I am coming soon. I am coming soon. I am coming soon soon. Three times, and I want to read you these three instances and what we can see from, from what Jesus says. Revelation 22, 7, behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. In other words, Jesus says, hey, I'm coming soon, so don't neglect or don't ignore what my word says. Don't, like, listen, listen, pay attention. Don't ignore what I'm, I'm saying here. Follow my words. You will be blessed if you pay attention to what I've said in my word, because I'm coming soon. And then he goes on in, in verses 12 through 14. A second time he says, Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. In other words, I'm coming to bring judgment. I'm coming to judge all sin. He says in verse 13, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. Jesus says this, listen, I am coming soon and the second time I come back, I'm coming to judge sin. But if you will pay attention to my words and if you will be washed, if you will allow your robes to be washed, you get to experience 
blessing. You have a right to the tree of life. You have the right to enter into his eternal kingdom. Blessed are those who are washed, who wash their robes. You know what he's talking about here? What does that mean? He's referring to when Jesus came that first time and Jesus grew up, lived a perfectly sinless life, completely free of sin, completely pleasing to his father. And he offered his perfect life as a perfect sacrifice on the cross. And what he did there in that moment was he took as a perfect, clean sacrifice, he took all of our sin and all of our mess upon himself. He paid the price for our sin that we could never pay that if we would believe in his death and his burial and his resurrection, listen, he would wash us clean. He would wash away all of our sins. No good deeds. We couldn't earn it. We couldn't deserve it. He offered his life to wash our robes. Now, he says this, I'm coming soon. I'm going to bring judgment, but blessed is the one whose robes are washed. If you would listen to my word, if you would pay attention, if you would allow me to cleanse you of all of your sins, you'll be blessed. And then it goes on this third and final time in Revelation 22. He says, he who testifies to these things says, surely I am coming soon. And the only response that the writer John could respond with is, amen, come Lord Jesus. He had this longing and this expectation and this anticipation, just like the people of God of old. He was waiting for Jesus to return. Now, here is the truth. Here is the reality is that for every single one of us that would pay attention to his words, for every single one of us that would allow ourselves to be washed in the blood of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, if we would receive by faith who he is and what he has done for us, we would have the right to have a relationship with God and to enter into his kingdom for all of eternity. And this is the point of Jesus coming. This is why we celebrate a baby being born because this baby who would come would be our way into a relationship with God. This baby who came and would grow up and die was our way to be washed of all of our sin. He would be our savior. This is why Christ has come. And the very last word of the Bible, the, the literally the very, last, the very last verse of the scriptures, Revelation 22, verse 21, here is how John ends the Bible. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. You know what the Bible ends with? It ends with the gospel, the grace, the word of God's grace to us. Again, Nothing that we could earn or deserve. It's this grace that's freely given and offered to us that we simply receive by faith. This is what Christmas is all about. And I just want you here to one, hear one last thought from me. From beginning to end, God reveals his grace to us. From beginning of the Bible to the end, from the beginning of your life to the end of your life. God reveals his grace to you. God reveals his kindness to you. God reveals his mercy to you. Not so that you can say, oh, that's nice, or that's good for somebody else. No, God reveals his grace from beginning to end of the story of God, of your story, so that you and I would receive his grace. 
so that we would receive his grace that he has so freely offered to us. And my hope for you on this Christmas Eve, 2022, uh, my hope, my greatest hope for you is that you would know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And maybe this is all new to you. Maybe you've never put your faith in Jesus. Maybe you have so many questions. Y'all, we are here to help answer those questions, to talk with you, to answer uh, questions, to pray with you. Uh, there's another way that you can find answers if you would like to investigate this whole thing of this, this baby, the savior who came, go to friendshipwire.com first. And if you wanna find out more about who this Jesus is, man, come find me, come find one of us afterwards, but go to friendshipwire.com first. The very first step that you could take that would change the rest of your life would, you, would be for you to open yourself up to this one who has come to save you from your sin. He's the one we worship tonight. He's the one that we celebrate tonight. And so I wanna invite you to stand. I wanna pray for us. I wanna pray for you. Lord Jesus, thank you for coming to us. God, thank you that you sent your one and only son to pay the price for our sin, to die in our place. Lord, I pray for the one who might be here tonight that's never heard of any of this or is not familiar with this or maybe has just resisted, who has stiff-armed you for uh, all of their lives. God, maybe tonight is the night that you would speak to their hearts and draw them to yourself. Lord, I pray that tonight would be a night that they would receive the grace that you have offered freely. And so God, thank you for sending your son to be our savior. Jesus, thank you for offering your life so that we could know the Father. God, thank you for the privilege of being able to lift our voices tonight to spend the season in worship of you. Lord, may you cause us to have longing hearts, hearts that, that anticipate, hearts that expect you to return, for you to come back. Lord, thank you for all that you've done for us. We worship you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.